Hey, we just wanted to acknowledge a little weirdness in this audio recording. It clipped a few of the pieces, but I don't think you'll miss any of the big parts. And we thought it was better to just go ahead and share with you this more rough version than trying to redo it and not having as authentic a conversation. So thanks for being here this week. Hope you enjoy. Hey there, and welcome to Lively Conversations, brought to you by Table 112. Whether you're at the table, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope to inspire meaningful talks about life between parents and teens. We love it when you rate, review, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends. It makes such a big difference for growing the podcast, and we love to hear your feedback on what you think about all the different topics. We also want to thank our friend Sophie for this review that she left. She said, this has helped me so much, not just because Lexi is one of my best friends. I wasn't doing so well in school, and I started praying, and it's helped me. This is just an easy access for inspiration. I've tried so many different podcasts and none of them have worked. And this one does. I would say this is the best podcast that I have listened to. And I get to experience the joy of Lexi and her family every day. And I'm very glad to have that privilege now. I know they understand everybody's problems and difficulties. Sophie. Hi, Sophie. We love you too. And thanks so much for leaving this review. Without any further ado, we are your hosts, the Williams family. I'm Lexi. I'm Jeremy. I'm Justice. And I'm Dana. All right, guys. Today is Halloween, so tell me, what is the scariest thing that has ever happened to you? Oh, how about the time you guys saw the, um, what's it called, the, when, like, there was, like, the shark thingy and dad doing it. (gasps) Oh, yeah, the barracuda? Oh, yeah, Justice and I were snorkeling in Cozumel, Mm -hmm. and we were joking earlier about seeing a stingray and Steve Irwin and all of that sort of thing. And as we were snorkeling and we were completely by ourselves, we just went off and did our own thing for snorkeling. Like responsible parents do. Like responsible parents do. You know, rent a car, drive down the coast of Cozumel. And um, so we were snorkeling and a gigantic, to me, stingray comes swimming right underneath us. And my initial response was to cover my heart. Cause I didn't want to die and I grabbed justice and we swam back to shore and saw a barracuda. Oh wow. Also yes. both scary. I thought I was going to get eaten and stung to death. Big frightening sea creatures. Yeah. My birthday was a, a few weeks ago. And so on my birthday at around two thirty AM, um, I woke up because I heard the bathroom door shutting and then I heard it lock and I go, who is that? And then no response. But I see the other door close and lock. And I go, who's there? And then I'm like, there's somebody in our house. And so I run downstairs and I go into my parents' bedroom crying and tell them that there's somebody upstairs in the bathroom. Do you want to help me out? Tell your side. At that point, we were trying to keep the secret, which was that your brother came home to surprise you for your birthday. Mm -hmm. But we realized there was no way that we were going to be able to keep that secret until breakfast time. So dad led you upstairs to his room where he'd already crawled back in bed and turned the lights off. And he opened the door and flipped on the lights. And then I was like, (gasps) and I screamed. Yes, you were excited. And then I ran over and hugged him and cried for like, Ever. 20 minutes straight for, forever but you thought there was an intruder who yeah. was gonna get you yes but it was just justice and his tiny bladder 
Nice. <laughs> I do have a notoriously tiny bladder. You also drink an enormous amount of water. Uh, yeah, I guess. Possibly an unhealthy amount of water. Possibly. A scary amount of water? A frightening <laughs> amount of water. Just kidding. Justice, your turn. Tell us a story. A scary story. Not that much scary stuff has happened in my life. Oh, no. Bugs scare you. Yeah. I get a country accent whenever I get scared, though. Yes. Give us an example. Uh, I'll be mowing the lawn, and there will be a wasp that, like, flies in front of me, and I just freak out and start going all hillbilly mode. What does it sound like? There's a wasp. There's no, a wasp. I, I, I literally cannot put on a country accent. It only happens only whenever I'm scared. Justice. There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> Justice, do bards scare you? Bards? I think the scariest thing that's ever happened to me was... A big storm blew up at our last house and came really close and the lightning was loud and I told Lexi to stop doing dishes to come away from the sink because I didn't want her in the water. But I continued to clean the stovetop and we happened to have an electric stovetop and a big bolt of lightning struck very close to the house while I was cleaning the knobs. The next thing I knew, I had seized and I was screaming. Nobody could figure out what was wrong with me, but uh, that bolt of lightning... the grounding in our house and it struck me um so it's the oven mom it was the stove no it wasn't it was the oven she had a weapon i think mom would remember what it was i remember she was standing by the oven right which had watching this, her when it happened in the that stove. house it was combined the stove, the stove was, was on, on top, top of, of the oven anyways i screamed jeremy thought i was kidding but i had i felt like somebody hit the back at and uh and then i was pretty sore for a couple of days after that it was pretty terrifying for it, all of us it was i called my doctor and was like um is there anything i need to be looking for and he said as long as you're still talking and coherent you're good so no i am on the in fact feet. someone who has been struck by lightning it's a claim to fame what are the chances i know right it's pretty slim we're afraid of silly things when we're a kid speed round what's something you were afraid of as a kid monsters under my bed also monsters under my bed i would jump oh, okay. like four feet out of the bed if i had to get up in the dark to make sure that nothing was able to reach out from under the bed and get me and i always believed the covers would protect me oh yeah covers are safety they are bulletproof bugs oh bugs still bugs, still bugs. <laughs> bugs scared me bugs can be scary especially stinging bugs you know, you got stung between the eyes by a yellow jacket when you were little, so I wonder if that's where that comes from. You it, can talk to a counselor about that. He looked like a character <laughs> from Star Trek. He did. All right, let's move on. <laughs> uh, but fear doesn't necessarily go away just because we grow up. We like to hide our fears as we get older, but fear is something that is super common. So tell me, you guys, what happens to you when you're feeling afraid? Do you notice a response to fear in your body or in your mind? I cry. My heart starts beating and I get a country accent. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. What about you, That's pretty telltale. Yes. Uh, I go into like crisis management mode and I want to take charge and fix everything. Unless I find a possum while taking out the trash. (laughs) And then I scream like I'm dying, apparently. Uh, Give us an example. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Yeah. I love do, that you, do you say it in a country accent? Ay. Screaming is like singing. You don't do it in an accent. So for me, sometimes when I get afraid, I freeze. In my dreams, I can't run in real life. I remember one time I was really afraid. We were 
it's a long story. I won't get into it, but I needed to get out of the house. At least I thought I needed to get out of the house. I kept running from front door to back door and I couldn't unlock them. So I think that I get paralyzed when I'm actually afraid. When was that? Uh, sixth grade in the Bahamas. <laughs> this, this podcast episode is going to make it sound like we are Caribbean <laughs> pirates or something. Our, all right. So was Caribbean there ever... <laughs> Did you say Caribbean country pirates? <laughs> All right, there you go. Yeah, you heard that it right I'm here, folks. Of monsters. Was there ever, ever a time that you felt afraid, but you did a brave thing anyway? I got a shot. I asked a girl to a school dance. Oh yeah, that can be fearful. Can you tell us? More so about fearful. It? I wanted to go to a school dance, and I wanted to take a girl, but I was afraid to ask her. Because I am a non-confrontational and having people turn me down freaks me out. And so it was scary. And then I went up and I did it. And then she turned me down. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. Was was that like sixth grade? That was like sixth grade, yeah. yeah. That was so, yeah. Sweet, sweet girl. What about me? Uh, I don't get to do that. Well, he didn't get to either. (gasps) I did the, the surfing thing the um the um the kneeboarding that i kneeboarded (laughs) i didn't do very good though hey you got out there and tried i would say maybe something along the lines of ropes course zip lines actually the first time i went on the zip 3000 at camp eagle i was pretty terrified just walking up the stairs and uh when i got up to the top I was like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And it wasn't until I stepped off the platform that I actually had fun doing it, but it felt pretty brave to try. Yeah, for sure. Because the first time I saw the video, I said, I'm never doing that. I had to fire a client one time. Oh, yeah. That That was very unfun. He ended up being a very abusive human being and was not nice to my work crews. And I dreaded it and talked to my boss about it and ended up having to tell him as professionally as possible that we were not going to be working for him anymore. And that was pretty scary. Yeah. Standing up to bullies takes some courage for sure. In preparing for this, I came across something that Zig Ziglar says about fear. And you have two choices and both are acronyms for the word fear. So you have this choice. You can either forget everything and run, or you can face everything and rise. And it's this idea that when we face our fears and we do the brave thing anyways, that good things can come from that, uh, that we can grow. So with that in mind, like how can we overcome fear? What are some steps that we can take to do that? Just do it. Don't let your dreams be dreams. (laughs) You can dab on them haters. I think that, um, like the quote said, facing that fear I remember taking Lexi to an amusement park for the first time and she was terrified of anything with a loop roller coasters and <laughs> finally agreed to get on one. And then as we were going up the hill, she's like, I want to get off too late now. <laughs> and uh, like we're going down the hill and she's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And then as we're halfway through the first screaming, it was the best thing ever. Yeah. And so I think, you know, just facing uh, things are just not usually as scary as we think they are. I and so my pants. <laughs> you just have to, you know, do it. And and a lot of times it's like ripping a bandaid off. You just do it and get it over with and move on. I mean, the haunted house scenarios don't happen very often in real life. Yeah. Let's post that video of Lexi's reaction to the roller coaster in the show. I think is to just breathe, uh, to take a moment and like just kind of stop and breathe. 
and get some perspective, right? Assess the situation, see how much like this thing really. When Lexi hurt somebody in her bathroom, yes, that's completely understandable. That, that would be fearful until you know the rest of the story that we did. Um, so we were able to give her some perspective. So stop, breathe, and look for perspective is maybe a good start. What I haven't opened the gate to the trash area <laughs> in our yard yet, so I don't know if the possum's still there or not. It's been like two weeks. At Camp Beagle, there's this uh, there's this swing, and it's terrifying, but like... It's like the, your your fellow campers power it while you're going. And so it's really fun. How do you overcome a fear of doing it? I, I sing songs okay. on the way backwards. So you like distract yourself? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The national anthem? Well, no, it was more like Jesus loves me. That's what I sing when I'm scared. There you go. Well, confessing all over what we're afraid of. <laughs> I, sing, I sing Jesus loves me when I'm scared. Scared. But I think that brings us to a good point. I mean, one thing you can do when you're afraid is to pray. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what you were doing in that moment is reminding yourself. At different times in our lives, we're going to be afraid. Um, there's things that we can do. There's tools that we can reach for. Breathing, stopping, getting perspective, praying, and then maybe taking action. As we get ready to turn over the lively conversations to you and your family, we want you to know that God's word has a ton to say about fear. There are hundreds of verses that talk about it, so it's clearly common for all humans. So consider these verses as you talk. While David had been captured by his enemies, he wrote this. But when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. And as Joshua prepared to lead God's people into the land God promised them, God said this. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And lastly, Paul writes to encourage Timothy to practice the gift that God gave him, and he says this. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So with that in mind, here's this week's big question for you to discuss together. What fears are you facing this week? Thanks for listening. We will catch you next week. See ya. Bye.